James chapter number 4. If you found it and you're able to, let's stand together for the reading of the Word of God. We're just going to read a few verses this morning. James chapter number 4, starting with verse number 5. The Bible says, Do you think that the Scripture saith in vain, The Spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy, but he giveth more grace? Isn't that a great statement? There's a, per- there's a period at the end of that. He giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted, and mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning, and your joy to heaviness. Let's pray together. Father, we love you. Thank you so much for the Word of God. Lord, thank you that it's true. And Lord, I'm so thankful that you're faithful. And Lord, I pray as we look into the Scriptures this morning, Lord, how you've just put everything together. And Lord, we're just asking that you'd speak to us. And Lord, you do a work in our hearts and lives. Lord, most of all, may you humble us before the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for Calvary. Lord, that's the reason, Lord, that we can stand and be able to proclaim the Word of God is because of what Jesus did for us. And we're thankful for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. As we look in James chapter number 4, there's several individual statements that are made here. As James is preparing, not just through chapter 4, but chapter 5, to be able to close out his letter. And as these individual statements are being made, as I made mention in verse number 6, he giveth more grace. He ends at verse number 6, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. But I want to come to verse number 7 in the first statement that is made in verse number 7, where he's encouraging these Christians And he says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Then a separate statement, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And I want to look at this subject matter because it's really been on my heart all week long. We've been preaching it down in Florida, been preaching it previously, on this subject matter of godly submission. Godly submission. And I know as I make mention of this that there may be some that are, that are here and you're saying, boy, I'm sure glad he didn't read out of Ephesians chapter 5 then where it says, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. But can I say this as we look at this matter of submission and uh, it's mentioned more than just Ephesians chapter number 5. And as we look at this matter of godly submission this morning, It's used 16 times, at least 16 times, in one manner or another. As you begin reading through the Word of God, whether it be submit, as we have here in James chapter number 4, or we do have submission, some form of the word submit, used 16 times throughout the Word of God. And if you go back very simply and look at a definition, it simply means to yield, resign, or surrender to the power, will, or authority of another. I believe there's a big difference as we've looked throughout the scriptures. The Bible tells us we ought to submit to the Lord, but He never tells us we ought to surrender to the Lord. 
because surrendering is more of a military term which entails that there has been a conflict that has preceded this surrendering or yielding of the will. But then when we look in the scriptures, we're not told to surrender, we're told to submit, that there ought to be a a heart attitude of that surrendering of our flesh. That's where the definition using the word surrender comes in. But to yield or resign to the power, will, or authority of another. And here the Bible simply says that we are to submit ourselves to God. We ought to surrender or yield our will to the will of God. Now you say, well, pastor, that sounds awfully simple for him just to make that one statement. Yes, it seems like a simple statement, but how many have found out that this is a whole lot harder than just those few words that we have written in the Bible? Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. And we see this in this passage of Scripture, first of all, and I'll just share a couple thoughts with us this morning. First of all, we see the contrast with pride here in this passage of Scripture. Now you see, even though submitting ourselves in godly submission uh, may be very difficult to be able to do because we love ourselves... The opposite or the contrast of, of, of submitting and humility in our lives is pride in our lives. Now, even though submitting may be a little bit more difficult, how many find it real easy to be prideful in our lives? Boy, it seems like the flesh is so uh, prone to this and so bent towards it that we're, we're so prideful about things in our flesh and things that really aren't going to matter of anything for all of eternity. But yet we fill ourselves with this. I wrote down just a couple thoughts that I had about pride and also about submitting. That pride would be that which is in us that causes our desires and actions to be selfish and focused 100% on me. Because when we start looking at pride, we start saying, because I'm worth it. And it's that attitude in us, that which is in us, May I say someone cannot just be prideful in their actions, but it's actually prideful in their spirit that causes those prideful actions to take place. So it is that which is in us that causes our desires and actions to be selfish and focused on me. And uh, God knew we would be selfish people. That's why he said that we ought to love our neighbor as ourselves, okay? He knows that the number one person that we're going to love is ourselves. How many enjoy loving on yourself? We always need more than what we have, don't we? And can I remind us, husbands and wives, that's why the Bible says that husbands, we ought to love our wives as ourselves. No man ever yet hated his own flesh. And that's how we ought to be loving one. But pride is that contrast to submitting. Submitting would be the willing yielding. Now, notice I use the term willing, the adverb willing yielding to the Spirit of God and the Word of God in opposition to my flesh and my desires. The willing yielding. You say, why are you putting that emphasis on it? Because you know, there can be times that we yield in our lives, but we don't do it willingly. 
How many have ever just gotten frustrated? You're the one that's supposed to yield getting on the interstate and you get frustrated with the person that just won't move over and allow you to get in. So what do you do? You slam the brakes on and say, how hard is it to move over and allow me to be able to get in? There's a difference between submitting and yielding. It's like the little boy, and I just used this example a few weeks ago, and I guess it bears repeating that that little boy that was told about five times by his mother to sit down in that chair, and he would not sit down, would not sit down, would not sit down, till finally she got her voice to that level. How many people knew that their mother had a certain level of the voice that once it got to that point, I mean, you knew. Now, mothers, I would encourage you on this, get the same tone. And it's up to them whether they obey or not, okay? And ought not to be a level of the voice. But we know, hey, we get told once we ought to do that. But then the second time we understand that our life, we might be taking it into our own hands. But then we hear that third tone of voice. And we know at that point, it's over if you don't do it. I mean, you are literally gone and that boy was told over and over and the mom had gotten to that voice level of sit down and he finally sat down but looked up at his mother and said this I may be sitting down on the outside but I'm standing up on the inside now let me ask you something did he yield or did he submit he yielded but he didn't submit It's not that willing yielding. And see, I I get fearful in our churches today and in our Christian homes that we get to the point that there there may be a whole lot of yielding of, well, this is just what I'm supposed to do, but there's not a whole lot of submitting. That we have the heart desire behind that to be able to yield our will. And to be able to say, Lord, this is yours and not mine. It's a contrast with pride because right here in this context of Scripture, right before it, we know it says that God resisteth the proud but giveth grace to the humble. He comes down a little bit further in verse number 10 and he says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Can I say the number one thing that probably keeps us from submitting to the Lord like he desires for us to is not just our pride, but we actually think that we know better than God. We actually think that we can do a better job than to yield our desires and our flesh and our wants and our will to the will of the Lord. Godly submission. Now, as we look down through, and here's where I'll spend my time on this morning, that uh, this matter of living in submission living in submission. I believe that this is entirely possible for us to live a life in submission to the Lord. You say, why is that? Because the Bible says that we're supposed to submit ourselves, therefore, to God. And He's not going to tell us to do something in the Scriptures if we're not able to be able to see that accomplished. 
How many get tired sometimes? I won't give an example this morning, but he'll know who I'm talking about as soon as I make mention of it. Uh, how, many, how many get tired of work and uh, putting unrealistic expectations upon you? That it's like there is absolutely no way whatsoever that this is going to get accomplished. But can I say God doesn't do that? But God just doesn't give us a task without equipping us for that task. You see, when he says, submit yourselves therefore to God, he has given us the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit of God, now living in submission. And uh, let me just say this right off the bat. Some of you, you're getting nervous already about this matter of submission because your flesh is going off what you perceive to be the definition of submission. And that's why, listen, even inside of a marriage, there's issues with this term submission because of how it's been misused and misapplied all the way through. Listen, Bible principles do not cause grief and heartache in our lives. He, John, even said, listen, his commandments, talking about the Lord, God's commandments are not grievous. They're not. And so when we see this, let me just put your guard down for a little while that submission is not talking about being walked over. Okay? I'll say that in relation to the husband-wife relationship. Nowhere does the Bible teach that the wife is the doormat to the husband because the Bible says to submit. That's absolutely nowhere in the Bible. In fact... We love to go to that verse, and I say we as men, well, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. It's amazing how many men don't like to quote the verse right before that, where it says to submit yourselves one to another. Some would say, and this isn't going to turn out to be a, a marriage message this morning, But some would say that marriage is 50-50. Well, I don't believe that. I believe that marriage is 100-100. That we're yielding our will and our authority to the desires and the will of someone else. Listen, whether whether you agree or believe with this whatsoever, it doesn't matter. My life, when it comes to human beings, my life is to be given 100%, number one, not just for the Lord Jesus Christ, but after that, for my wife. Do you know that my life is to be given for my wife 100% before it's given to the church 100%? I mean, that's just simple. We start talking about this matter of submission, and we do see this throughout the Scripture. Listen, we have these examples. It doesn't matter what position you're in. There's the example of submission. There's the example of of, of submission in a marriage, of husbands submitting themselves to the wife and the wife submitting themselves to to the husbands in the honor and the glory of God in relation to all that. There's the submitting of ourselves as a Christian to God. Can I say there's even that there's that submitting of children to their parents? But you know one relationship that I've never seen that we're supposed to submit? The parents to the children. Boy, can I I go ahead and preach there for the next 45 minutes? Hey, we'll just get ready for camp. Who's ruling that roost anyway? Oh, the day that I would walk in and look at my parents and say, this is what I want to do. 
Now, I've never read in the Bible that the parents submit to the children. Well, we'll just have a negotiation on this whole thing and we'll just talk about it. No, there's something called rule of law. That's what was in my dad's house. Rule of law. And you either submitted or you didn't. And then you wished you had. (laughs) Hey, this matter of submission, it's yielding our will... And, and listen, you parents know this as well as I do. At some point, it gets to the point of, of not letting their opinion uh, be able to rule everything. But now it's a matter of, listen, if it's not outside the bounds of the Word of God, young person, you're to submit and obey. Now, I'm not saying, listen, Brother Donahoe, I, I know 100% you're not going to look at your boy and say, hey, you need to go get drunk on Friday night. At that point, listen... At that point, it's saying, no, that's outside the will of God. I'm not going to submit. I'm not going to obey to that because that's against the Bible. But hey, I want you to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah, I just don't feel like that. Give me a chapter and verse for that. No, there's some things it's not a matter of chapter and verse. It's a matter of submitting. And that gets to the heart attitude of things. And this matter of submission, the position that we are in, and when it boils down to it, I found out this, that every other area of my life that I've been in the position to to submit to someone else, I had an easier time when my heart condition was right as I submitted to the Lord, first of all. And when I am submitted to God, guess what? I'll have no problem submitting myself to my wife. You say, that just doesn't sound right. That's supposed to be preached the opposite way, isn't it? Hey, guess what? When her relationship and submission is right to the Lord, guess what? She'll have no problem in submission to her husband and submission to each other. I found out when I was right with God as a young person, what few and far times there were in between that. When I was right with God and submitted to the Lord, boy, it made being submitted to my parents a whole lot easier. It, just, it was easier. Haven't you seen that? Hey, I'll tell you what the problem is. It's not that you're, you're, you're too cool being a free-range parent. No, it's that the young people's hearts are not right with God and they're not submitting to the godly authority that's been placed over them. Can you tell I've been at teen camp all week long? I'll be at teen camp all this week too. But I'm saying it's about time some parents start saying, hey, that's not the pecking order in this house. It's about time to be able to say, hey, this is the way God has it, and some young people to learn their position to be able to submit to the God-given authority, whatever position we're in. But then we get so frustrated at that, and uh, there were many times that I would discipline my children for their wrong attitude and their wrong actions and what was going on in their life just to get done, and I'm spending some time with the Lord, and the Lord say, kind of reminds you of someone, doesn't it? Then I start saying, okay, maybe some of the same things you're doing physically or you're disobeying here. God's saying, yeah, aren't you glad I got long suffering with you? And God's saying, you're so desiring for them children to be able to submit, but go look in the mirror and say, hey, are you submitted to the Lord? Whatever position we're in, listen, live in a life of submission to the Lord. You say, well, what's the purpose of submission? I want to share just a couple things with us. The purpose of submission, first of all, it's commanded by God. 
I found out this, and this is just from personal experience in my life, that things are a whole lot more peaceful in my life when I submit instead of putting up a fight to the Lord. And then finally, God getting me to the point of saying, okay, God, I surrender. If he has to get us to that point, there's no telling what it's cost me in my life and, and all the, the days without peace and the days without joy and the, the days of struggling and saying, God, but I want my will. And what the Lord is saying, hey, and he gave us the supreme example when he was praying there in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he said, if there be, be possible, let this cup pass from me. But what did he say? Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. I believe the greatest in simplicity of statements to show the submission to the will of the Father that we can apply to our hearts and lives. And then we come over here, submit yourselves therefore to God. Listen, it's not an option. Our will is supposed to be submitted to the Lord. Our desires, it's, it's Lord, what do you have for me? God, what do you desire in this? Lord, I'm getting ready to say this right here. Is that what you want? Can you imagine being so close to the Lord that the Lord would stop words coming out of your mouth? Just like that? You say, I don't know about that. There's no filter right here. Well, it could be. There could be being so close and so in tune with the Holy Spirit of God that, listen, even a word getting ready to come out, we say, I don't think the Lord's pleased with that. And I'm not even talking about cussing or taking the name of the Lord in vain or, or, or backbiting or gossip. I'm talking about just in everyday life that we say, oh, that's, that's not going to be the most beneficial right now. And submitting, yielding our will and doing it willingly. Doing it willingly. I spent the week down there. This is where my big brother lives down in Florida. And when I say big brother, I'm talking about physically my big brother, not big brother government, okay? I'm talking about my literal big brother. And, of course, everybody had to come up and ask, are you older or is he older? And I said, just look at him. You can tell he's older than I am. And I said, but it's only five years. I know it looks more than that. I said, but it's only five years. And, of course, we started thinking about past, and everybody would talk and bring up, and they just loved to, to joke with, with both of us being around. And, and uh, of course, he freely admitted, and I didn't get it on tape or anything, about all his torture as a big brother and everything he made me do. And, and just on and on, he, admi he freely admitted to all of it this past week. But you know as well as I do, there's times, hey, a big brother can take a little brother. And I do remember this vividly. An arm can be put behind the back and you can get someone to walk anywhere you want them to walk. I wonder how many times it's almost felt like God doing that to us. Just trying to get us to say, you know, if you just submit to the will of the Lord. But boy, we fight against it. You know why? Because we want this flesh. I believe part of the purpose of living in submission is humility. Because humility brings dependence upon Christ in revealing our personal weaknesses. You say, Lord, my will is yours. This statement, submit yourselves therefore to God, is sandwiched between the principles of humility and submission is one that is welcomed into the presence of God, whereas we see that pridefulness is one that's resisted by God. 
And then we understand as we come down through here, it gives us this entire list. But understanding our dependence is necessary upon Christ because we get down to verse number 14 and we see the brevity of life that each and every one of us have. And we understand that he says that, that what shall be, uh, whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. And we see the brevity of life. And I want to close with this and, and just really to get you thinking this way, talking about submission to the Lord or really the opposite of submission is rebellion. Submission to the Lord or rebellion to the Lord of us saying, Lord, this is in my life. And we start looking at life and we start looking at the brevity of life. And I wonder how many older people, if you went and talked to them today, that they would say, I sure wish I would have submitted to the Lord earlier in life. Because now look at all these years that have gone by and look at all these years that were wasted. And it's a great joy in some people's life that they, they keep track of it. That from the day they got saved, that then they're able to say, hey, now I've got more time living for God than I had living for myself. And boy, it's great when you cross over that threshold of now I've spent more of my life submitted to the Lord. Hey, listen, there will be regrets coming to the end of our lives. And I believe one of our greatest regrets we'll have is that we had too much pride and not enough submission. Now, I know that Brother Shepherd read the verse of obeying them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. for They watch for your souls. I understand verses like that. Can I say this? We'll have no problem in the submitting one to another when our submission is right to God Almighty. And I just wanted to wonder what it is in our lives. Hey, listen, you think down through there, whether it be young person or old person, and this isn't just because we're getting ready to head off to camp today either. But I've been preaching on giving our lives to the Lord all week long, whether it be in, in salvation or for service, some surrendering to be missionaries this week as they were down there, and a surrendering to be able to take the gospel forth. Praise the Lord for all of that. Right. I'm thankful for all of that. But here's what it all comes back down to is godly submission in our lives. It's a matter of saying no to ourselves and yes to the Lord. I sat down and wrote one of the devotions we have for the young people this week, and it'll be on Thursday morning for their devotion time to be able to have, and I wrote it out of Joshua chapter number 5, and I entitled it, I, I, Captain. And I'm not going to give it all out right now because a lot of our young people are sitting here but simply it's getting to the point of saying, yes, Lord, and that matter of submitting, of just saying, Lord, I'm not going to try to control things. It's not, it's not in my hands. I've found out this. So I've, had, I've had several that have, that have come up, other pastors and things, and they, they've said this. They said, Brother Chamberlain, what, what are you doing there in Concord? Because it seems like God's doing something there, and I, I believe God is doing something here. And I'm thankful for it, and I'm thankful for all God's done. One pastor called me one time and asked me this. They said, are you following any specific book? Is there something you're teaching through? And I said, honestly, all I can say is every time, I said, we just get up and open the Bible. And I said, that's what we're going to do. I said, don't ask me what we're doing. I said, because I've given it over to the Lord. I said, whether one's there or two hundred's there. I said, I'm going to get up and preach the Bible. And I said, we're going to follow the Lord. I said, I've just had to submit to him and say, God, this is what you have. Can I say, every, not every decision have, has my flesh been happy with over these 45 years on earth. 
Not every decision does the flesh just jump up and down and say, boy, I'm so glad you made that decision. But I can say this, there's times that the spirit inside of me is saying, boy, I'm so glad we made that decision and just submitted to the Lord. Of just yielding our will. Yielding, willingly saying, God, it's yours. It may be as a child, physically or spiritually, of saying, Lord, I need to yield to you today. There may be someone here, you've never yielded in this matter of salvation. You've never submitted your will to him. You wouldn't be able to say, I know 100% that I'm saved and on my way to spend eternity with Jesus. You might not be able to say that. You know why? Because you're still dependent upon yourself instead of submitting to what the Bible says. I talked with a young lady this week. And she said, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. I, I, keep, I keep doubting. She said, I get saved. She said, I give it over to the Lord. She said, I have the joy of the Lord. She said, and six months later, she said, I start doubting all over again. I said, I'll tell you why. I said, you're still believing yourself. Because she made this statement, did I pray right? Did I have enough belief? Did I do this? And I said, it's not a matter whatsoever of what you did except for calling upon the name of the Lord. He didn't say you got to have this much faith. I said, it's just a little bit of faith in a great big God. <laughs> and I said, it's just trusting what the Bible says. I said, you're not doubting salvation. You're, you're doubting eternal security. I said, you're trying to keep yourself saved and say, am I still saved 30 days later? I said, instead of just submitting to what the Lord's already said and yielding our will to Him. Can I encourage you today, if you've never trusted Christ, but then can I encourage us as a church? Godly submission. Just saying, Lord, my spirit, my mind, my body, it's yours. And Lord, I'm giving it to you. I'm submitting it to you. After all, He's the one that bought it. We've been bought with a price and quit fighting against it and submit to the Lord that genuine heart attitude of Lord, my life is yours and I'm submitting, I'm following you and I'm just going to be faithful and God, whatever you have for me, godly submission, submit yourselves therefore to God, the willing yielding to the spirit of God and the word of God in opposition to my flesh and desires.